Hello and welcome to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast and welcome to 2024. I'm your host, Carrie Egler, here with my co-host, Adrian Von Arks. And today we're talking about the importance of mock-ups in your POD business and three ways that you can get really good mock-ups, high converting mock-ups for your business. There's some gold in this episode and we're really excited to share it with you. But before we jump into that content, I want to ask you to subscribe to the podcast Whatever platform you're listening on, just hit that subscribe button. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We release these new episodes every single week. We'd love to have you become a part of the family and uh, have you on board. And it helps us get this content out to more people. So thank you so much for subscribing. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast, Adrian. It is 2024, man. How are you? Dude, I can't believe it, man. I can't believe it's here. It's the new year. I'm obviously super fired up. Like, dude, I always get the new year energy. Always. I don't care what people say about, you know, oh, you could do it anytime. I, I, I believe that too. You could start a New Year's resolution anytime. And I do set resolutions all throughout the year, but there's nothing quite like the first week of the new year. Uh, I'm fired up, man. I'm excited to see what this year brings. I'm excited to see what it brings for us and our listeners. And yeah, I'm just really excited, man. How about yourself? Uh, man, I'm pumped too. I, it's, it's really interesting because I, I feel like uh, I feel like I kind of have like this yearly cycle of like the last really, I would say two months of the year, I start to get in like new year mode. Mm. So it's like, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really fully in new year mode, but I, I, I get like, like I'm planning and I'm reflecting and like, especially in December, I'm, I'm spending time with the family, which just makes me reflect on things. And I see my kids growing and all that kind of stuff. So reflecting on the past year, I'm thinking about what changes, new things I want to do in the, the next year. And then like once the new year hits, it's like it's work time. Like I'm, I am like in full go mode. Yeah, for for the next three quarters. And then I really yeah. slow down in that fourth quarter of just like my motivation kind of kind of slows. Yeah. <laughs> I have to give full disclosure. It's actually not 2024 yet when we're recording this. <laughs> when you're listening, we weren't to this, supposed to is, say anything. No, I'm yeah. kidding. We weren't supposed to let the cat out of the bag. When you're yeah. you're listening to this right now, it is 2024. But when we're recording this, it's actually right before Christmas. We're trying to get some episodes banked up so we can enjoy the time with our family. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I thought that, I thought that was funny. But uh, anyways, I am pumped about the new year. I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. And uh, we're kicking it off with a really fun topic. And the topic today is uh, actually, I think I'm just going to say, I think it's much more impactful than people might think. And mm-hmm. so I think mm-hmm. well, oftentimes we just kind of settle for like the, 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 the free mock-ups or whatever. And today, you know, this subject can go much deeper. There's actually a bunch, there's a ton of ways to get mock-ups and to really get really great mock-ups without, without having to go out and like take your own photos and hire models and all order your products and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really pumped to dive into that today. Uh, I want to get to our Apple review, but do you have anything you have anything on that before we get to the Apple? No, review? man. I, the, I just wanted to say that even though we're technically recording this before the new year and it's coming out for the new year, like 
I already feel the new year energy, man. I'm sure you do too. Like just talking to you right now, man, I'm so fired up. I feel like it's already 2024. And when our listeners are listening, it will be 2024. So I hope that our enthusiasm rubs off on you all. And I hope that you all take massive action right out of the freaking gate. Like this is it, guys. This is the last year that you ever settle. This is the last year that you ever don't take action and follow your dreams. Like this is, this is it. New clean slate, line in the sand. Let's freaking go. Carry on. Adrian's, Adrian's <laughs> pumped today. I'm pumped. No, you're exactly right though. And I don't I know I don't want to keep harping on it, but like, man, a new year is literally a clean slate. Like it's day one, or it's day five when you're listening to this, probably when it comes out. But it, like you're at the beginning of what could be something great. Don't let this year be like any other year. If you had an amazing year in 2023, let's have a better year in 2024. If you had a sucky year in 2023, like let's get let's just Let's just start square one. Let's crush it this year. Uh, take action. Take imperfect action. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So before we get into the content, we have to shout out one of our listeners. Man, this one's a really special one, Adrian. Uh, this Apple review is from Tennessee Tim. Oh, and- boy. <laughs> I know who this I'll, is. Let's talk about that in a minute. Right. Tennessee Tim uh, said, fantastic show. I never miss it was the headline. And the review says this. A few months ago, I decided to explore print-on-demand. I found this show, and it has been instrumental in my learning this industry. You can tell Carrie and Adrian have genuine care for their listeners. They give great information. It is transparent, easy to understand, but it's also very fun as well. Their integrity was instrumental in me buying their course and joining their coaching program. They give back so much. I know the success I have had and will have will be directly related to them. Thank you so much, and keep up the excellent work. P.S. My wife has a different store niche and she's in the coaching group too. Y'all give us the tools to live the lifestyle of freedom we desire. So yeah, this review is from uh, our good friends, Tim and Michelle, uh, mm-hmm. in our six-figure founder coaching group. I wasn't expecting that to come through from some people we love so much, so dearly. Right. But man, what an amazing review. Uh, we're so thankful. We're so thankful for you as a listener and uh, as a member of our coaching program. Yeah. What what amazing people. Like these are two of like the nicest they're people. Awesome. They are just so positive. So just they're they're ambitious. They're taking massive action. They're doing it together, which is really cool. Like we do see some couples like do this together, but usually it's like one person doing it. So um, it's been a lot of fun to coach them. You guys, you know, Tim, Michelle, you're probably listening. We love we love you guys. We love coaching you guys. And uh, let's let's uh, let's have a huge 2024 together. I always, I, I didn't want to, I always, I always feel awkward when people say like, I know the success I have will be direct, directly related to you because I'm like, from our point of view, like you are the hero of your journey. Like yes. you're the one who is taking the action. We are just providing information and, and, and a little bit of direction, but it's up to you to, to like go with it and take it and take action and have success with it. And like, yeah, like we're literally just a book and you're just reading the book and it's like you have to go take that action. So there's so much value in the program and, and I, like I don't want to get into all that, but like, man, it's Tim, Michelle, it's you guys, man. You guys are amazing. We, we really appreciate you. Yeah, we are the guides. You guys are the heroes. Everyone has to be the hero of their own story. You guys are going to be the heroes of your own story. We're just the guides and we're absolutely honored that you guys chose us to be your guides because that means a lot to us. So yes, 
All right, let's get into it. Let's get into mock yeah. today. I'm kind of really ex- okay. I got to tell you why I'm I'm excited about this episode because I've been kind of geeking out on mockups a little bit. I've been geeking out on mockups the past like two weeks, week or two weeks, and so I got I got some. You're gonna have to stay until the number three way to get mockups. So I can tell you what kind of the stuff I've been doing uh, with mockups that I think is is really really cool. Actually, I wish that I wish we were actually like sharing our screen for this mm-hmm. one and like showing we don't do that on the podcast, but I'll definitely have some, I'm sure I'll have some YouTube videos and content coming out on this. But anyways, uh, you're gonna have to wait till uh, number three to kind of get to that. But quick breakdown of this podcast episode. First of all, we're going to talk about what makes a great mock-up. Second, we're going to talk about why you shouldn't use print on demand mock-ups. Yes. Ooh, my ruffles. Yes. Two thumbs down for beauty mock-ups. Number three, we're going to get into the three ways to get great mock-ups. So the first two things, very, we're going to get through those very brief. We're going to get into those three ways to get to generate great mock-ups without having to go take photos and hire models and that kind of stuff. Uh, but that's kind of the breakdown of the episode. So let's get into number one, what makes a great mock-up? So here's what I think. I think most people start print-on-demand or they start an apparel company or they start whatever, any kind of you know, custom printed merchandise company. And they, they, they do all these things. We're thinking about the designs. We're thinking about the store. We're thinking about the marketing and the social media and all these things that we have to do. And I think mock-ups become an afterthought. People kind of are just like, well, you know, you go into your print on demand uh, provider, you're going through there, you're making all the, uh, you're making, you're making all the products, you're doing all the designs and you're like, well, this is what I got. This must be what I should use, right? And I actually think, mm-hmm. Adrian, correct me if I'm wrong. I think a lot of people maybe don't even know that they can. They don't have to use the print-on-demand mockups, right? Like you're just yeah. going through there. If you're a beginner, you're going through there. You're it's just part of the process, and you may not even know that you can switch out the mockups for better ones from your print-on-demand. So, like, any thoughts on that before we keep going? Dude, like I've gotten that question a lot. Like that is a very common beginner question that they don't know that you can switch them out for literally any mock-up you want. And you can dramatically enhance your product page and your website and significantly increase your chance of conversions by having good, like strategic, high quality lifestyle product and flat lay imagery. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, with the exception of a few, which I actually can get into this in number two, so I'll, I'll save that. But let's talk about what, what makes a great mock-up. So the first thing is, it does depend on what you need it for. So where you're going to use the mock-up is important, right? Like, you know, you can do this, but in general, generally, like, you might have a different mock-up on the product page than you want to put in the ad and those might be different from what you want to put on social media, right? So if, you, if you're going to put a mock-up up on social media as a piece of social media content, it might not be quite as important that the design is right up front in the photo and it's very you know centered and clear and that, that kind of thing, right? It could be maybe off to the side a little bit more with somebody turned or doing, doing something lifestyle focused, right? Like because it's for social media, it's not, it's not as directly focused on selling. So it does depend kind of on what purpose you need the mock-up for. But in most cases, when it comes to apparel, we recommend that your mock-ups show the design up front in the image, 
uh, where the design is the main focus of the mock-up. Mm-hmm. You agree? Hundred percent. Always make the design the hero of the image. Always. Now, depending depending on the product, uh, the product and the purpose of the mock-up, you may want to show it at a different angle or in a different setting. So, just to kind of like talk about talk that through a little bit, you know, if your if your product is a mug, your mock-up might look a little bit different than if it's a t-shirt, right? Like with t-shirts, again with apparel, we usually we're like we want to see mock-ups, even if it's a person wearing it. Like we want to see the design large right up front, you know, closest to the camera, I guess you could say, or cropped in might be a better, better term. Uh, we want to see it very straight to the camera, not off to the side, those kind of things. But like when it comes to a mug, you know, the mug might be sitting on a table. It might be at a little bit of an angle, whatever. You still want to be able to clearly see the design, but it does, you know, depend like, like another one would be wall art, right? Like wall art is a bigger kind of generally a bigger item in most cases. So a lot of times wall art mock-ups, it might be in the background a little bit on a wall, but because it's a bigger item, it's still the focus of the, of the mock-up. So depends on the product, but in most cases, that's kind of what we recommend is that the design's up front, especially if you're in the apparel, apparel category. Another thing that makes a great mock-up, and we talk about this a lot, is you always want to show your ideal customer in the if it's a lifestyle mock-up always want to show that ideal customer this is another thing well let me let me wait on that because i'm going to talk about it when we talk about pod mock-ups but you always want to show your ideal customer meaning the age the the age bracket the gender right like the 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 ethnicity like whoever you are primarily targeting with those products you want to sell to you want to show those types of people in your mock-ups yeah Anything you want to add to that before we keep going? Yeah, like just to kind of double down on that, you want people to be able to imagine themselves wearing that product. So if you are targeting a certain type of person with certain hobbies and interests that maybe looks a certain way, you want to, you should have a picture, a clear picture of your ideal customer. And you should keep that in mind whenever you are creating mock-ups that involve humans, like that have humans in them. Make them look like your ideal customer and they'll more likely be able to envision themselves wearing that. Um, And they'll feel like it was made for them. They're like, that person looks like me. Um, So absolutely, it's very, very powerful. Yeah, one, one thing that I wanted to add here as kind of a final point in this section is that you know what I think I think you would agree with this, but love to hear your your commentary on it is um, you're gonna want to have, I think you're gonna want to have a like a standard kind of flat product mock-up for your product page, meaning it could be you know a t-shirt on on more of a standard background, like a wood background or a white background or just kind of a just a flat mock-up of the of the product for your product page. And then in addition to that, you'll want to have one to two lifestyle mock-ups, which is kind of what we're talking about, where maybe it's somebody wearing the t-shirt with the design or somebody using the mug or you know using the product, right? But those lifestyle mock-ups can also be used. They can be used on product pages, but they can also be used in your ads and on social media. So lifestyle mock-ups, you can kind of use those in a lot of different places. Your flat mock-ups mainly live on the product page. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're, they're used in ads as well. But again, yeah, that, that, that's kind of all I would add there. But would you agree like for a product page, you probably want to have like a flat mock-up as kind of the main mock-up 
and then some lifestyle mockups as more alternate images. So, um, it's okay for, if you disagree. So first of all, I, what's that? I said, it's okay if you do disagree. Yeah, I, I, I somewhat disagree. So, uh, but let me explain myself. So first of all, I do recommend having three to five images on a product page. I think that's kind of like the ideal number of images where it's enough for people to feel good uh, making a decision, but it's not too much that they're like, why are there so many damn photos? Um, so uh, I, I, and I do think you should always have a mix of product photos uh, and, and that could be flat lays as well, product photos and lifestyle images. However, I do think if you're, if your lifestyle image is a winning image, like if you are running paid ads to that image and it is absolutely crushing it, I would definitely make that the primary image on my product page. A hundred percent. One, because when people click on the ad, they see that they're at the right product. They're like, oh yeah, that's the same image as I saw on the ad. Um, so I feel like I'm at the right product. And two, because you know it converts. Like once you've got that validation that an image converts, that's the first image I feel like you should get in front of someone to increase their chances of making a purchase. So I know a lot of people, this is actually a pretty common question with a lot of our students is, oh, should I go with the like evenly distributed aesthetic where every, you know, you go, you click on a collection page, let's say you go to bestsellers and every single product is kind of a similar front mock-up with the design clearly shown, which, yeah, that does look good from like a, a like a, from an aesthetic standpoint. However, I do recommend mixing in lifestyle imagery um, if it's a high converting image i would absolutely make it the primary one even if it like put off the the distribution even if it meant like 80% of them were the standard kind of like front product mockups and then 20% were lifestyle mockups i would i would do that every day if i knew if those uh, images were validated because like a lot of times in most cases, it is the image that sells the product. And if you know that this image has been validated and it is a high converting image, I want them to see it everywhere, like everywhere. And I would, I would put that as the primary image. Yeah. That was, that's the only reason I don't necessarily love it is just because I see a lot of stores and a lot of times they look they look so like just kind of, I don't know if clutter is the right word, but unprofessional would be one word that comes to mind. It just looks kind of um, messy, I guess. Messy is the, the word I'm looking mm -hmm. for. When it's like a bunch of lifestyle photos that are all kind of different. One one hack is is to make sure they're all cropped the same. Yes, that, that's definitely. something that can very much help is to make sure that your mock-ups are cropped all the same, uh, you know, mainly in a square is what, what we probably recommend. But I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying. It just, I think when you're starting your store, what a lot of, I see a lot of people do, they go to place it and they just get like a billion different mock-ups and then it's yeah. like, they just throw them up there and it's like, Ooh, yeah, no, so I, I, I prefer, I prefer a collection page or a bestseller page that's more cohesive and just shows, just clearly shows the flat, you know, product where you can see the design very easily and it just makes it look much more clean and professional. Uh, but I don't disagree with you in some ways.
Yeah, I, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying too. Like it does look better from a cohesive standpoint. Mm -hmm. And when people do just take a bunch of unvalidated placeit photos, which a lot of are really terrible, by the way, yeah. um, and then use those as their mock-ups, I think it actually does a disservice. Uh, if you like, if you were hiring, a, you know, a photographer and you had like models and everything, everything really cohesive, that it would look amazing if every photo is a lifestyle photo. But mm -hmm. I. Yeah, I, I don't, that's not what I recommend. What I recommend, like they have to be very aesthetically pleasing and they need to look somewhat, you know, similar in a way. For example, like Etsy is my favorite place to have mock-ups, right? So I would definitely use a lot of Etsy mock-ups as my primary photo because Etsy mock-ups tend to convert significantly better most of them, I'm, I'm talking about the good Etsy mockups. There's a lot of really, really good ones on Etsy, but they tend to convert significantly better than print-on-demand mockups. So if I had 20% of Etsy mockups for my products that looked really good and looked better than the original mockups, then those are what I would uh, put as my primary image. And a lot of them look similar. Like they have a similar look, even when they're from different creators, they just... It's like the creators all know what's popular and they create these on a bright kind of like, I don't know, bright, bold, boho-y images. You can find a lot of creators that create really similar images. It almost looks like the same photographer took them. Mm. And so you can still have kind of a cohesive look. The same AI look. generated them. What's that? The same AI generated. Them. <laughs> I, I don't think I've actually bought any AI generated ones on Etsy, but there are a ton now. You like, don't think you have. Well, I just, really? I just, yeah. Uh, sometimes they're so obvious though. Like sometimes, sometimes they are yeah. obvious, but sometimes they're not. Uh, you're right. You're right. Sometimes they're not, but the ones I like a lot of the ones I bought were before AI really took over Etsy, like AI images. And some of them are so fake looking. I'm like, it looks like a mannequin. Like it doesn't even, I'm just saying some of them, right? Yeah, There's yeah. some really good ones too. But yeah. my, my point is like, you can make it good. And especially if it's a winning image, like if it's, if you're running paid ads profitably to an image, that's a lifestyle image, I 100% recommend always making that your primary product photo because that is what's converting. Nice. All right. Moving on to number two, why you shouldn't use your print on demand soft, the mockups that come with the print on demand software. So we just got a couple reasons here. Let, we'll probably try to keep this one brief because I want to get into these three ways to generate or to get the best mockups. Uh, most POD mockup generators are just, they're just not very good. Now there's the, there's of course the exceptions out there. There's, you know, there's some print on demands that, that, that do a little bit better job with just like the standard flat product mockups. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any print on demands that you are like, oh man, this one, this one really does create really good mockups? So I'll talk ahead. No, I'm not saying that they don't have some good mockups. Like I think Printful has some good mockups. Sure. I think Printify has some good mockups, but like, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying like, oh yeah, these are these these mockups are gonna kill it for you. I yeah. have I don't think I've ever in my history had a winning ad that was from 
a POD mockup. I can't think off the top of my head of any of my winning designs coming from a POD mockup. Like I always put it on something else, like an Etsy mockup or a flat lay. I've had place it ones that did six figures. I've had smart mockups ones that did six figures, but I don't think I've ever had a POD one. I do feel like they're finally like making an effort. Like they're finally, they're trying to get better. Like Printify just came out with a pretty cool feature where you can change the background now of the white background images so that you can make it more relevant to the design. For example, if it's, let's say it's like a Valentine's inspired design uh, on a shirt, you can make the background look kind of Valentine's Z. So it catches the eye more as opposed to just the shirt on like a white background or something like that. And, um, they do seem to be coming out like some print-on-demand companies do seem to be getting creative, finding creative ways to expand the mock-up library. Yeah. But I still don't think they have anything on some of the other non-print-on-demand mock-up options at this point. Hopefully 24, 2024 is like the year that that changes. Yeah, I think uh, I think the, the rule of thumb would be that like if you go with one of the bigger print-on-demand providers, you're going to get slightly better mock-ups. The small, I mean, not always, I'm not like pointing out anybody, but in my experience, I've used some really small print on demand providers and their mm. mockups are like horrific compared to the bigger ones. Like you mentioned Printify, uh, Printful. I would also mention uh, Gelato in that category because they've recently rolled out their mockup studio. Mm. And what's cool now, it's only for certain products right now. They're rolling it out for more products, but similar, kind of similar to what you just mentioned. Uh, you know, I know with wall art, you can pick the scene. You can you can uh, move around the wall art like on the wall to where you want it, and then you can add text and different things, which is really nice. So, some cool stuff like that. Um, but generally, like they're just not very good. Another reason why you shouldn't use print on demand mockups from your print on demand they're widely used. Having your own unique mockup style can help you stand out and create a more branded experience. So, um, you know, POD mockups are just like. It's, this is actually really funny because I know this wouldn't be the case for most people, but you tell me if this is, this is the case with you. I see so many print on demand stores that I can tell they're print on demand by the mock-up. Yeah, dude, store. all the freaking time. I'm all like, the oh yeah, they use so-and-so because I'm yeah. like, they're so widely used across yeah. hundreds and thousands of stores. Yeah. So like in a way, you know, you're creating your store with these mock-ups and it's like, all these stores start to just meld together and look the same because they don't have anything that makes them unique. And your mock-ups are something that can make your brand stand out and be unique. Your thoughts? Totally. Totally. No, a hundred percent. I see it all the time. I also see um, a lot of people using um, place it mock-ups. Like I see a lot of stores, even, even some really big shops. Like I see some really big shops using Placeit mockups, and I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing. Um, the thing I like about Placeit is they're always adding more. Always adding they're always adding, and now they have like an AI generator where you can even create original ones. But um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 they've introduced. Everyone is introduced like AI stuff now. But uh, yeah, so. So what I like about them is they're always having ones come out, but they're like these certain ones that I just always see, like the girl, like blowing the bubble gum with like the, like with the fluffy hair. I don't know how to describe it, but I just feel like that one's used a lot. There's some that I always see. I'm like, Ooh, classic, classic. Yeah. I mean well, the I, pro, the pro tip on, on place it, which we're actually going to talk about this a little bit later, but the pro tip on place it is like 
go past page one. <laughs> like yes. everybody yes. uses page one. It's like click page 28. And like, there's so many thousands of mock-ups that, I mean, there's like, it's something like six or seven or 8,000 just t-shirt mock-ups. So and like, you can sort them by new arrivals. Yeah. There, there's, plenty, there's plenty to go around. Just don't, don't sort it by like most used or whatever. And then use the first two or three pages. That's what everybody uses. Yeah. Anyways, but what, what one pro tip that I like to do is to go through, I'll literally sit down and go through like 25 pages and you can like all the ones that you want to use at some point in the future. And then you can go and look at your like list anytime. So you only do the work once, as opposed to if you're looking through 15 pages and you liked a bunch, but you only chose one and then you have to go back and see those ones again. Right. So just a little way that you can save a ton of time and like create like a whole arsenal of great mock-ups all in one sitting. The last, uh, the last reason why you shouldn't use your print on demands mock-ups is, is specifically talking about the lifestyle mock-ups. So Adrian, the, like the mock-ups are bad from print on demand providers, but the lifestyle mock-ups, like with the people, they're like, the worst ever. They're so <laughs> bad. Like if I have to see that dude with the blonde hair, like over to the side with the tattoo and he's like 17 standing in the <laughs> white room, like again, I'm going to like just, but, uh, <laughs> they're so bad. Like the lifestyle mockups are so bad. And mainly, mainly yeah. the reason is they look really fake. The models are like, the models are literally like Zoolander. You know, they're like, like they're looking at the camera, like posing, you know, and, and, and it's, it's never your ideal customer. Like your ideal customer is never that 17 year old kid with the blonde hairdo with the <laughs> tattoo. That's just not like, so it's just like, please don't use those, like go get better mock-ups. And we're about to dive into the three ways to get the best mock-ups, but get better mock-ups. And one other side tip is you know, all you need to do is once you create the print on demand product, you go into the product in your Shopify store, click on products, click, find the, find the product you want to replace the mockups for. You're going to see all the images there. When you see a white t-shirt, replace that image with a white, another white t-shirt mockup. When you see a blue, you replace that with your, your blue mockup. So it's very easy to replace the images. You just want to do that in your Shopify store after you've created the, the product product in print on demand. Anything else you want to add to this before we jump into the three, the three ways? Yeah. I just want to share one more pro tip, which I absolutely love is what I really like to do is I like to find a really good, generally it's a flat lay mock-up. Um, and instead of using the same print on demand, like flat shirt with the white background for every single one that every other print-on-demand company is using, I actually like to have the same kind of third-party flat lay as my primary one that just looks so much better. Like if you look at the basic print-on-demand mock-up that just shows the full shirt with the design, and then you go on Etsy or Creative Market or Smart Mock-ups, you can find some way better mock-ups of just the item on a white background. And you can use that as your primary image on all of your products. And it actually makes it look so much more visually appealing mm-hmm. than just using the one from the product man provider. Like you can 
buy one once and then use it every single time, just like you would with the print-on-demand provider one, except this one is way nicer and it looks different than all your, well, a lot of your competitors who are using the print-on-demand one. It really enhances the brand aesthetic a lot. Just that one little thing, that one little tweak can make a huge difference. All right, Adrian, let's get into these three ways to get the best mock-up. So these are pretty specific. So we're going to be giving you websites, tools, different things to use. Uh, and we're going to give you three different ways that you can do this. I think these are all great ways uh, and they have their own advantages, disadvantages. I'm mean, really excited to get your thoughts on these. So let's do it. So number one way that you can get the best mock-ups, number one thing you can try is using a, a tool like placeit.net. Smart mockups or Vexels is another one that has kind of somewhat similar uh, features with a bunch of other things. But some of the reasons why these are good options, they're pretty inexpensive because most of these, uh, most of these places you pay one subscription for like unlimited, not only mockups, but in some cases, other things like with place it, you can, uh, you can do logos, you can do social media content, you can do, um, designs in there you can do like your own t-shirt designs they have templates they have so much stuff in place it like it is they're always adding new features and they're not generally they're not adding more price which is pretty awesome mm -hmm. um smart mock-ups you might be more familiar with i've mainly used place it for the most part but i know smart mock-ups is like the most direct place it competitor um yeah. And so they have a lot of a lot of similar features. Vexels is one that isn't. I wouldn't say is a direct competitor. Place it because it's or smart mockups because it's not. It's not just mainly a mockup site, and they don't have as many mockups, but they have a lot of other features, and they do have some some of the lifestyle mockups. But let me just say this real quick: if you don't know what we're talking about, like with Place It, smart mockups, these kind of things, essentially what it is is it's a it's a, it's a software where you go in, you pay a monthly fee, you get unlimited generations unlimited you know mock-ups and what you do is you pick a person that is basically a model uh you know whatever type of person you want they can be wearing whatever they want they can be in whatever kind of scene scene you want to pick and you can put your design on that model like they are actually wearing your design and for the most part they look pretty realistic so mm -hmm. what this enables you to do this has been around for years i started using place it seven years ago which is crazy when it was only mock-ups, now it's so much more. But what this enables you to do is this enables you to get real lifestyle mock-ups without hiring a photographer and hiring models and then ordering the products and setting up a photo shoot and all you know all that craziness, right? These are like professional models or professional mock-ups that they've they've done all the work for you, and then you just upload your design on them. So um, it's pretty inexpensive. It's an unlimited kind of monthly fee. There's thousands of mock-ups in most cases. And with mostly softwares, like we mentioned here, you get a lot of other features as well. Thoughts on all that? Yeah, the, the other thing that I just love, like place it's awesome. Like I know, really? like I joke around that they have some really bad mock-ups. They do have some really bad mock-ups, but they also have some incredible mock-ups. Like it has been a game changer for me over the years. And I started using Absolutely. it back when you started using it. I think back 2016, 2017, mm -hmm. like it was not nearly as good or comprehensive as, as, as it is now. It didn't have nearly as many 
uh, images as it does now. Like it's an incredible resource. And if someone had limited funds and they're like, where can I get the best bank for my buck? I'd be like, place it. Just use place it for everything. If you're on a budget and you just want to get the best bank for your buck. I personally, Etsy is my favorite place. We'll talk about that in a bit, but, um, I think Placeit is so fantastic and I just love how they're always adding more. Uh, two other places that I would add to this list are Creative Market. Creative Market has some Those really nice here. stuff. Here in the next in the next point. You're, oh, you're Creative Market. You're spoiling oh, the next point. Oh, the next. Dude, all three of the next ones I was about to mention. So I've already mentioned two, so I'm just going to stop talking. Go ahead, Karen. The, the, the reason I group the reason I group these three together is because I think there's there's a there's a big difference between what we're about to talk about in number two and what we're talking about here. Yeah. When, when I say using place it, smart mockups, vexels, these are, you know, websites where you go and you just upload your design and the, and the, the software is going to spit out your mockup for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so that's different from what we're going to talk about in number two, where you're, you're buying a mockup and then you're kind of doing your own, you're creating it yourself essentially after you buy it, it's, it's a little, little different. So I kind of group these together because these are more direct competitors with, uh, place it smart mockups. Then Vexels has a similar feature, just not, maybe not as many models, but sure. before we move to number two, I do want to just kind of give you even a, a little bit deeper idea of what place it has to offer specifically. And, and I would go a little bit further than what you even said about just how much you love place. It is. I've also been using it for a really long time. And I, I tell people like, Shopify is probably my number one most recommended thing because Shopify is incredible. It's the only platform I've ever used. But like outside of that, I often tell people if there is like one tool that you're going to subscribe to and you're in print on demand space, it has to be place it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how, honestly, I I don't know how a lot of print on demand sellers would survive without place it because it's so valuable, especially for the price. But just very quickly to give you an idea of what place it like the features place it has, they have a bunch of tabs on their website: mockups, designs, logos, videos, and then a few other things I won't mention. If you go under mockups, they have apparel, digital, print, print on demand, and promotional mockups. Just under the apparel category, Adrian, there are face masks, hats, hoodies, leggings, onesies. Uh, sports bras, sports wear, sweatshirts, t-shirts, tank tops. If we go down to the print-on-demand category, there's bags, coffee mugs, drinkware, phone cases, phone grips, pillows, t-shirts. They have t-shirts in there as well because that's print-on-demand. Travel mugs, wall art. Like It is just an unlimited bank of professional mock-ups. Um, then right. you can also create your logo on here. like Thousands of custom logos. You can do video mockups. Um, you can do social media banners and covers and TikTok video templates, Instagram stories. Like it's it just it's just unlimited. And then in addition to all that, they have a design tool. You could say it's like a Canva light, light, light version. I mean, it's very basic, but it's similar to like a Canva, but it's it's just very basic. It doesn't have a lot. I want to be clear, it's not Canva, but it, it doesn't have a lot of those features, but it does allow you to do basic designs. And on top of that, they have like thousands of t-shirt design templates that you can just change the text and change the icons on if you want to just create t-shirt designs really quickly. So it's just an incredibly useful tool. I know we're specifically talking about mock-ups, but for mock-ups, I think it's the best tool there is. Um, So that's kind of the first way is using one of these 
mock-up generators and it's really like a software that creates the mock-ups for you and just allows you to upload your mock-ups anything else before we go to number two yeah that was well said like you're you're right i agree best value like yeah, across the board you. it's the best value hands down yeah all right number two where adrian was going i'm excited to talk about this one because i know you're gonna have a lot to offer in this one the number two way to get the best mock-ups is you can buy individual mock-ups from Etsy, Creative Market, or Creative Fabrica. There is, um, I'm sure there's other places you can buy these as well. These are three that we've used, so we want to just talk about those specifically. Um, what we're talking about here versus the last point is like you can go on these market, it's basically a marketplace. You go on and search for the specific mock-up that you want. You buy that mock-up generally individually, but I know like Creative Fabrica has like a membership, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. You buy that buy that mock-up that you want, and then you can use Canva or Photoshop or your own design software to actually add your design to it. Um, there are some advantages to this. Number one, I kind of just mentioned it, but you can buy the specific T-shirt brand that you're selling. So, for instance. If you are, you know, using the Bella Canvas 3001 and that's the actual t-shirt that your customer is getting, you can go find that exact t-shirt blank and a bunch of different mock-ups for that so that when you upload the mock-up to your store, your customer is actually seeing a mock-up that is the same exact t-shirt they're going to be receiving, right? So it's more accurate. Mm -hmm. um, these, in my opinion, this is debatable, but I think these oftentimes these uh, mock-ups look even more realistic than place it mock-ups because of the way that they're they're designed um a lot of times they have like a smart object in photoshop and it's blended very well into the garment mm -hmm. so they can look even a little more realistic than even like place it depending on what you're needing that can be very affordable i know with like etsy mock-ups some of the creative fabrica mock-ups like you can get them for a dollar two dollars three dollars i mean very inexpensive um, and it's also, these are also great for like when you want to have the outfit, you want to do the outfit on the mock-up. So it's got like the pants and the shoes and then the t-shirt with it. Right. And like mm -hmm. you want to do one of those outfits, you can find these as well. But the three we mentioned Etsy, creative market, creative Fabrica. I want to get into a little bit about all three of those. Uh, but what are your thoughts on, on all that? Those are like three places I really, really love a lot. Creative market, another uh, tool that is just such good value. I, I am on the all access pass uh, paid annually. I pay like $4.99 a month. I get unlimited fonts. $4.99? $4.99 US a month. It's ridiculous. You're talking about like, Creative Fabrica, right? I'm talking about Creative Fabrica. Okay, you said yeah, market. Like, I just want to be sure. <laughs> what's that? You said Creative Market. I think it's Oh, exactly sorry. Sorry, no, yeah. not creative market. Creative market is way more expensive. Yeah, creative market is um, pretty expensive. It's, I would say creative market's like the most premium where you're going to pay the highest prices. Creative Fabrica is yes. just ridiculous value again. Like you have access to just un, what seems like unlimited amounts of fonts, unlimited amounts of designs. They have a ton of pre-made designs in there that you are actually allowed to use on your products. And it's not something I would use that much. Like I would like to use it and then remove something and change it out. Like I would like to make it original in some way, but technically you don't have to. 
And I have heard of some people that have had some success literally just taking the pre-made designs in Creative Fabric because they, they have so many. Like you could literally go type in funny hiking shirt and it'll come up with a ton of pre-made designs that you could literally just throw on products. And some of them are really good. They're really funny. They're ones that I've definitely seen for sale on like Etsy and other places. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's such good bang for your buck. Again, kind of like place it. Uh, I like it more than anything for fonts, um, but I also really like it for designs, for graphics. It's really good for graphics. I would say graphics and fonts are my favorite part about it, but they also do have quite a few mock-ups in there. And I've actually seen some of the Etsy mock-ups on Creative Fabrica. So I don't know if people are just taking them from Creative Fabrica and selling them on Etsy or vice versa. Like, hopefully it's so, the same seller, right? Like it's whoever made the mock-up. I think so. I, yeah, I think it's the original like creator that yeah. put it in both um, because I, clearly they're getting some form of compensation from Creative Fabrica, maybe based on downloads. I don't know how that works, but I, I think it's fantastic for a lot of things. Um, Mockups, I would say it's not as good as like place it, um, just not nearly as much selection, at least not now. Um, I would say still Etsy overall takes the cake for me. That's my absolute favorite place to get high converting mockups. Um, creative market. I really like creative market. Um, I mentioned that pro tip about using like getting, a like a flat lay and using it as your primary image. I got my flat lay from creative market that I use as my primary image. They've got some really good ones on there. And I use that as my primary image for all my products. Um, so What's I love it for that, but Etsy number one in my books, uh, just the best for high converting, especially if you're targeting females. There's not as many good options for males. That's what I was going to say on Etsy. It's, it's just a little bit harder to find male focused stuff. Yeah. Creative, creative market, creative market. I, I guess the way, the best way I could put it is the stuff that they, that they sell is just really high end. It's like just really high quality, like mm -hmm. very professional looking stuff. And, and that's not to say, creative fabric or Etsy isn't, it's just like, man, like when you look at theirs, you're like, wow, this, I mean, it's very, it's much more expensive, mm -hmm. but in some cases it might be worth it. Like, we, like what you said to get like a flat lay that you're going to use everywhere across your website mm -hmm. so that everything looks really cohesive and, uh, it's going to be easy to edit and, uh, and you know, you, you're just going to get a lot of use out of it and you want something really high quality. That would be kind of what I would use them for going back to creative fabrica for a minute. One thing I did want to mention is when I search, uh, so you just recap what you said, $4.99 a month, which is, I guess, unlimited. It's like 59 bucks a year. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I love, I love what they say here. Like when you go to creativefabrica.com, they literally have a bullet point right at the top that says personal commercial and POD use of files included. Mm -hmm. Like, can, can we just for a second, can we just, can we just get the folks at Canva to just, to just snapshot that and put that yep. on their website so that so that there's no confusion with it's Canva huge. ever again. It's huge and it yeah. really clarifies that. It's a non-issue. Yeah. It specifically says you click you click something in there and it says available for print on use usage or POD usage. Mm -hmm. Like it very cut and dry. There's no ambiguity and a ton of stuff is available for POD in there. A ton. Yep. And so one thing I wanted to mention is that I just went in here and searched in Creative Fabrica for t-shirt mock-up. Uh, it came up with like tens of thousands of results. Uh, right now it's showing 47,000 results came up. 
And there's specific, there's again, I mentioned there's specific t-shirts. So like comfort colors, C1717, Bell and Canvas 3001, uh, Gildan 64,000. So these are specific, you know, types of t-shirts, blanks that you, that you would want to sell. And so I, they, there's some awesome stuff in here. Definitely go check it out. Um, lastly, I guess more than I thought, holy cow. Well, it kind of like refreshed itself. It was actually saying 200,000. Then it refreshed. It's at 47,000. I don't know exactly how many there are, but there's, there's a lot thousands. Is there anything else we wanted to add about Etsy? I think we kind of covered it. Uh, but you know, Etsy is more female focused. What do you, what do you like so much about Etsy? Is it the price? Is it just the mock-up, the look of the mock-ups better? It's just the look of the mock-ups, man. Like the thing is, like the way I look at Etsy is there's all these people taking these photos and they're finding what is really resonating with people buying them on Etsy and they seem to be creating more like that. So they like, I guess the best way to describe it is they, they almost seem more conversion optimized. Like it's very rare to see a mock-up for sale in Etsy where the person's turned to the side or where the shirt is like crazy crinkly and the design will look really silly on it. Like you just don't see that very much. The people that are creating the content, the mock-ups for Etsy, they're, they just know what's up. Like they know what we're looking for and they know what converts and they create more and more and more like that. So I just feel like they are hands down the most conversion optimized mock-ups and they just create for like the trends. Like for the last couple of years, it's been the boho trend has been really popular. The woman wearing like the big hat, I don't know how to like big boho hat. And you know, those like really light yellow flowers in the background and bright, just cheery colors. Like they're just on point. And um, they just that like, I feel like Etsy moves really quick with the trends. And that's great because you can, you know, they're like, if something's trending, it's almost always on Etsy. And I feel like mock-ups, it's the same way. And so that's, that's why it's my favorite. It's not my favorite for price because you can't do, it's not like all, all inclusive, like Creative Fabrica or like place it. Um, you have to buy them a la carte. Some of them, a lot of people do sell bundles, like with all of their mock-ups or with like a series of their mock-ups, which is great. But um, like, it's, it's more expensive in place. It's more expensive in smart mockups. Uh, yet I still find myself buying just a ridiculous amount of mockups on Etsy. Like I have probably spent in the thousands on Etsy mockups because they're just the best, in my opinion. There you go. Aesthetically. From the man himself. <laughs> All right. So that's number two. So just to recap that, number one, uh, mock-up generators like Placeit, smart mockups, or Vexels are great. Number two can buy specific mockups from uh, places like Etsy, Creative Market, and Creative Fabrica. Just to, to quickly talk about the process of that. So you're going to buy a blank mockup from you know one of those marketplaces. Then you're going to need to add your design on, on that mockup. Do you generally use Canva for that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I almost Unless always use downloading. it. Unless you're downloading like a PSD, like a, a Photoshop file or something like that, because sometimes you will buy like a Photoshop file, uh, and then it you know will have an area to add your design there. But you do it in Canva. 
Yeah, creative market's really common for that, like more common for Photoshop files, mm -hmm. just because it's like that kind of premium quality. Like if you're going for a real lifestyle brand, you can buy some really good lifestyle kind of brand mockups, uh, some bundles where they just look really good and professional and they look a little bit different, but still the same. Like it looks like it's still from the same brand. Um, but like nine, 99% of the time, I'm just, just placing it on in Canva. Yeah. All right. Moving on to number three. This is the one, man, I've been geeking out on it. I've been totally geeking out on it. And it's mainly because I've seen our students doing it, uh, in, in our programs. And yeah. I've been like, I gotta learn how to do this like really good. Cause it's like, it's so cool. So the number three way is using AI to generate your own one of a kind mock-ups. Okay. There might be some people out there listening and you might already, you might be writing this off already before I before I even talk about it, but I'm going to just, I'm going to ask you to just continue listening because I'm just telling you, I've been diving in and my mind has sincerely been blown, uh, the past, the past couple of weeks as I've been, been doing this. Um, and I know even, we even joked about this at the beginning that, and, and here's, what's funny. I'm on, I'm on Etsy right now. And I, I did this on creative fabrica as well, but I searched t-shirt mockups on Etsy. I'm telling you, bro, there are so many AI mockups on here on yeah. Etsy and most of them you probably don't even know are AI. Like I'm looking at some really realistic ones and I'm like, I, I know that that's AI. Um, anyways. Yeah, but, totally. I, I, I be I've seen them too. I can't always tell, but a lot of times you can tell for some reason or another. Um, yeah. yeah, you're right. Well, actually, I think there's some terms. I think there's some words you can put in your prompts to make them look a little better. Um, mm. That's, that's kind of another conversation, but we'll get into that a little bit. But why would you want to use AI for your own, like for your own mockups? Well, what this allows you to do is this allows you to generate the exact setting type of person and garment you want to create a mockup for. So I've seen a lot of mainly our six figure founder coaching students doing this. And, you know, I think as great as place it is, as great as Creative Fabrica, all this stuff, for some reason, there are still you know, there's still a lot of situations where we want to create more specific mockups for our business. Mm -hmm. One of those cases might be that we cannot find the type of person that we, that we want for our ideal customer. Let me give you an example. So we have a, we have a, um, we have a student named Anne who we've talked about a lot on this great, great brand. Well, she, you know, she knows that traditionally pickleball has served a little bit of an older audience. And she can't find as many older people, I'd say 50 plus, she can't find as many 50 plus people on Maka or on a Etsy or, um, or on Placeit, struggling to say those words, but on Placeit specifically, right? There are some, but there's not that many. So she has turned to AI to actually generate a, a more ideal customer to put on her website, put in ads. Mm -hmm. And so you can, again, you can generate the exact setting type of person and garment you want to create a mock-up for. Now, the big thing here is you will have to add your design in after, uh, just like you do with the Etsy mock-ups or the Creative Fabrica. You're going to have to add your design on after you, you generate the blank mock-up in AI. And that can be a little bit tricky. Sometimes it can look a little bit fake. And I'm going to actually talk about uh, how to make that look a little bit better here in a second. I want to explain that process. But I also want to talk about how do you, like, how do you do this? And this is where I really wish that, you know, I could, you could see my screen cause I could kind of show you, but I, one that I just recently did, 
I was I was diving deep into into learning how to how to do this because I wanted to look really good. And so I was like, how I know people are doing this well, but how are they generating the mock-up in AI? Then how are they getting their 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 design to look really realistic on it? So I watched a bunch of tutorials, like did, read a ton of stuff. And so the first thing I did was I went into mid-journey. And that's the first thing I would say is if you want to generate your own realistic mock-ups, mid-journey takes the cake. It's so, it's so good. And I've done a couple different ones. But the first one I did was I put in a, I put, this is the prompt I put in, a 45-year-old woman, Caucasian, with blonde hair, long hair, smiling at the camera, wearing a white t-shirt, completely blank, outside with palm trees in the background. That's what I put in. So it gave me four images. They all look really good and really real. I actually don't think you would be able to tell these are AI, but there was one specifically that I liked more than the other. So I went ahead and upscaled that one. Okay, here's the next thing that kind of blew my mind. Midjourney has this new feature. I say it's new, it's been out for a little bit. Have you heard about this new feature where you can zoom out of the AI image? Have you seen this? No, I have not. It's, crazy. it's really cool. So you, you, you generate the image, you generate the design, and then they have a zoom out button. You can either zoom out 1.5x or 2x, and all it does is move the camera back so that it generates more of the setting, like more. So if you generated a, what, what happened to me here is I generated this blonde lady, she's around 45 years old, wearing a white t-shirt blank with palm trees in the background. It looks incredible, but like her t-shirt was a little too close to the camera. Like it was cutting off part of her t-shirt. Mm. So I pressed the zoom out button and now like I could, it, I could see that her hands are in her pockets. You can see like the entire, the entire image. I can see a little bit more of the palm trees. And so, uh, then I, I upscaled the one that I liked. It gave me four generations. So then what I did was I dropped that, that blank mock-up into Photoshop and I actually kind of, after toying with it for a little bit and watching some tutorials and different things, figured out how to kind of add the design onto that mock-up and make it look more realistic, like blended on the t-shirt. Mm. And it, the big, my big hang up with doing this has been like, it's seems like it's really, really a really difficult process. And I wanted it to be really simple, especially if it's something like I want to share with other people, like our students and, you know, on YouTube, or like I want it to be simple for people and so I finally feel like I got it dumbed down to a really simple process where within a few minutes, you have this hyper-realistic, you know, person that's exactly what you're wanting, you know, wearing your, wearing your design. And it's just like, my mind is a little bit blown. One, take it just one step further. The next test I did was I was like, I want to do a flat lay. Like I want to do more of like a flat product mock-up. So I typed in a black crew neck sweatshirt on a hanger with a wood background, hyper-realistic blank. And dude, like it gave me four like incredible looking mock-ups. No way. Of, of a black, of just a black like crew neck sweatshirt. They, I mean, literally I could sell, I could go sell this on Etsy like as a side hustle. Like sure, it, looks, <laughs> it looks so good. But again, I just picked one of the four I dropped it into Photoshop and then added my own design on it. And, and I, there's a few steps you have to take to make it look a little more realistic, sure. but I got it to where it's pretty simple and my mind is blown. Like it, it just, they look so real, like so good. And it's exactly what I'm looking for, you know, exactly what I wanted to generate. So, um, 
to, and then just one, one more thing I wanted to add, uh, and I, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. I don't know how much you, you know, you have to share on this, but, uh, I found this really cool tool that actually somebody made, uh, it's free right now. It's called mockcity.com. Mock city, M O C K C I T Y.com. Mockcity.com. Okay. All this is, is it's, it's actually, it, it's pretty, 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 uh, it's, it's cool. You have to figure out how to use it, but what you do is you upload, you upload your PSD file, your Photoshop file that has the smart object in it where you can actually lay the design on there. And then you can create like 30 mockups at once with mock city. So what you can do is just bulk upload all your designs and then it will spit out your, your unique mockup from Photoshop with all the designs on it. Dang. And so for instance, like Adrian talked about earlier, if you wanted to have like one main mockup on your web website that was across all your products, you could actually create an AI mockup, throw that in Photoshop, create a smart object for that, for, for the design and then load that PSD into mock city and then upload like, again, like 30 designs. And then it would just pop out that mock-up with those 30 designs on it. And, uh, I know I, I like I, me saying it, I know it probably sounds more, a little bit confusing, maybe more confusing than it is. Uh, but I think once you see, like, see it done, it really was pretty, pretty simple. And my mind was kind of blown. Uh, but main, the main thing, the main reason my mind is blown about this is just because the lady that I generated and like the flat laid, they just look so good. And it was exactly what I asked it for. So I don't know. My mind was blown. What, what are your thoughts, Adrian? Dude, this is so cool. I'm just looking at Mock City right now. It yeah. does look really easy to use. Like really, really. I never heard of it before you mentioned it. Well, the um, hard part, the hard part is you have to create it. You have to create the PSD right. with your mock-up in it, you know, the Photoshop file, and you have to create a smart object. So if you can do that, if you can learn how to do that, then Here this makes go. it really easy to just like generate a bazillion mockups at once. Yeah. So this would be something that, you know, might be worth learning for some people. You could, yeah. you could not use it and be fine. But sure. I mean, if you are really wanting to go down the AI rabbit hole, mm -hmm. like this is a, it looks like it's a great automation tool. And if you are good at AI or if you want to get good at AI, like using this would probably save you a ton of time. That's what it, that's what it looks like just on based on the website. Yeah. I mean, you won't want to start in mid journey, creating your yeah. mockups in mid journey. And then from there, you know, you could, you throw that into Photoshop, throw whatever you get from mid journey into Photoshop and then, and then throw that file into mock city. So it, this is, this is the mock city part is more of a, just an extra bonus tool that I found. That's really cool. Whoever created this, you're awesome. <laughs> um, you don't have to use it, right? Like you can, right. you can do everything, you know, in Photoshop. But, uh, but I do think for a lot of people, man, this is just such a cool way to generate your own very, you know, unique mockups that are specific to your brand. And yeah. I just know I kind of was, I don't know. I just, my mind was blown. Like my mind was blown. Yeah. I mean, I want to do more, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do more of this, but like, man, you can tell, you can tell it exactly what you want. And in most cases it's going to pop out exactly what you want. Like I want a, you know. 22 year old, you know, male wearing a black hoodie and like, it's boom. And then you tell it what setting they need. I want them to be standing in a football stadium, like boom. And so it pops out and it's like, Oh, I can get something really specific to my brand, uh, which I just think is so cool.
Yeah, this is good stuff, man. You're you're the AI goat, man. I feel like I you're always introducing you're always introducing me to new AI tools. Um, you're just really good at it. I think it's because you're really passionate about it. Um, it's really fun. But, but yeah, this is like I 100% agree. Mid journey is like the best, which I learned like learned from yeah. you that it was the best, and I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely the best. Um, but one question, so. Is there any problem like a lot of a lot of um, like print on a man, t-shirt on apparel business owners don't know Photoshop yeah. and it can be kind of challenging, right? It's kind of like learning a new language or so much. It's just so robust with so much capabilities. It's a phenomenal tool that can almost do anything, it seems. Yeah. But a lot of people don't know it and it can be a bit overwhelming because even what should be really simple can seem complicated in Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a free version photo P, which a lot of, um, people do use, but a lot of people still don't use either of those. So is it okay to generate these mock-ups in mid journey and then just overlay the design in Canva? Like, is it's everyone okay to do that or yeah. is there any negative benefit to that? Well, yeah, it's, over, perfectly over, okay. over Photoshop. it's perfectly okay to do that. And I know, I know that's kind of what many of our students are doing. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. And I, I like, I, the reason I wanted to go down the Photoshop rabbit hole is because I wanted to know, even if it's only for me, how do you make them look super realistic? You yeah. know, and I wanted to know that process. So now I feel like I've got it down and I could, you know, just rattle it off. But um, but you can do it in Canva. It's just it's not gonna look quite as real. That's the that's mm-hmm. the downside. Is like right. if you want that design to not I'm not talking about the AI image. The AI image you can actually get to look really real in in mid-journey. But when you go to add your design on it, it's just like a T-shirt has kind of the you know the, the the waves and folds and wrinkles and different things, and 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 the lighting creates you know it looks it just looks different mm-hmm. than than when you lay the design on there in Canva. the The best thing you can do if you're going to lay it on in Canva is probably just take the opacity down a little bit to maybe that's what I like to do. You know that totally. that will help that will help a little bit. Yeah, but uh, but. Yeah, it, it, that's the big downside to doing it in like Canva. It's just going to look a little bit fake unless you can get an AI, AI generation that's like very even lighting and is very straight to the camera. Yeah, the, yeah, then yeah, and smooth. Then then you know it doesn't look doesn't look too bad. Um, so you I, can definitely do that. Yeah. But I would say also you mentioned Photo P. I actually I did see some some people talking about Photo P out there. I mean you could. It's a very simple process to get the to do the smart object and all that kind of stuff. Once mm-hmm. I finally learned how to do it, I was like, that was like five steps. It was super easy. And you can do that in Photo P. So even if you don't have Photoshop, Photo P is completely free and yeah. you can you can do it online. So you can do the exact same thing in Photo P, which is pretty cool. So Photo P is essentially for anyone listening, it's essentially Photoshop cloned and free, but you have to, I think you have to see ads in it. Um, I have Photoshop, like I've had a Photoshop account forever, but um, I don't use it that much because it's so complicated. I usually just do most of my stuff in Canva. Um, But Photo P is really popular because Photoshop is kind of pricey, I guess, for Mm -hmm. software. Um, And Photo P can do a lot of the exact same stuff for free. Mm -hmm. So something to think about for anyone that's looking for ways, you know, to, to keep the budget, keep the budget tight. Yeah. Uh, I I, I like what you said about transparency on Canva. That's something I almost always do. I'll bring it down to like 80%. Usually it's between 75 and kind of 85%, depending, like you can eyeball it, 
but yeah. usually it's around like the same. And I do feel like it makes it look a lot more realistic personally. For sure. Yeah. The uh, one thing I was going to add is uh, uh, I, I think, I think this might be a good masterclass topic for our six figure founder students. We do, mm. a, we do a monthly masterclass. And so I was actually like, I wonder if I did a mock-up masterclass and just talked about how you can generate AI mock-ups and then actually like, you know, make your designs look really realistic on them. So I think, I think that that could be something cool we, we can do in the future. A hundred percent. Like, I don't think people realize the importance of mock-ups in the conversion process. Like it's the product that's, that sell, it's the image that sells the product. Yeah. It's the design and it's what the design is on. And a lot of times people will see a design, but then they'll see it on a really basic mock-up that doesn't look very good and they just won't buy it because it doesn't look, it doesn't show it in its best light. Like it doesn't show the design in its best light, but the mock-ups are so important for conversions, like so important. And I think it's something that isn't talked about a lot, but it plays a massive part. Like it can be the difference. Literally the mock-up could be the difference between a design not making any sales or just making a couple versus one being a six-figure design. And I've definitely had that happen. Like I've had designs that I came out with and I put it on a mock-up and it got all this engagement, but no one was buying it. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong? Like, why is why, why am I getting all this engagement? No one's buying it. And then I switch out the mock-up to something else and boom, it can it just takes off. It's not always the case, but it's definitely been the case before. And that's the importance of good mock-ups. They... They're, they're the money makers, man. You're exactly right. This was a, uh, see, this was a, this was a nice episode on, on mock-ups. So we went pretty deep on mock-ups. Yeah. Uh, Who thought you could talk for over an hour on mock-ups, right? Yeah. Crazy. We could probably go for another hour. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we're going to, we're going to conclude this episode there. Thank you so much for listening today. We're excited about 2024 and, uh, we got lots of, lots of amazing episodes planned for the year. So definitely keep listening. I hope you've had a great start to your new year and we'll sign off. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please help us out and leave us an honest review on whichever platform you are listening from. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. It's 2024. Let's go. And we'll talk to you very soon. Hey.